Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. This week, a skirty. Morning, chaps. Look, I'm an Irish guy. Arthur, in three days in Cork, have you seen anyone wearing a green top hat with a shamrock on it? We have no to be sure. What's that? Irish pirate? It's not up there with my Australian, I admit. Uh, anyway, Mum's just coming. Uh, she says don't file the flight plan yet. I already have. Okay. Uh, oh, and Douglas, um, storm warning. Ah. Thank you, Arthur. What girl force? Uh, what does it go up to again? Is it, is it ten? Twelve. I'd say eight. Oh, dear. Mm. No, I, I, I've just picked up the weather. There's lots of rain, but no storms. We're not talking about the weather. Martin, have you filed the flight plan? Yes, I've... Uh, why? I specifically told Arthur to tell you not to. But he's only just... I don't want to hear your excuses. Go and change it. Ugh. We're stopping off in Kilkenny on the way home. Kilkenny? Why? Let me answer your question with a question. What does it say in big letters on Gertie's tail? MJN. And what does that stand for? My jet now. Whose jet now? Your jet now. And that's why we're going to Kilkenny. Kenny. <laughs> Be ready in 20 minutes. But... 20 minutes. That's an eight, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> Gusting to ten. <laughs> Lady and gentlemen, welcome aboard this MJN flight from Cork to Kilkenny. That means a distance of about 70 miles, which means we have a flight time today roughly equivalent to that of a gently lobbed frisbee. <laughs> Well, we're nearing the top of our ascent now, so I'll leave you to relax and enjoy the flight. But the captain will speak to you a little later on when we're nearing our destination. Lady and gentlemen, we're about to begin our descent into Kilkenny. I do hope you had a restful flight, maybe got some sleep, enjoyed a movie or two. Yeah, hi, chaps. Uh, Mum says it basically boils down to please could you stop. She said please. No, I added that. Uh but I took out quite a lot of other stuff. I see. It's a definite Force 10 now, then, is it? I think it is, yes. Uh, and do you know why we're stopping in Kilkenny? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she wants to buy Herc a birthday present. A present? That she can only get from Kilkenny? What is it? I don't know. But actually, it's from a little village outside Kilkenny. So she expects us all to wait around while she goes shopping for her boyfriend. OK, can I just ask, Douglas, if you say that to her, uh, don't call Herc her boyfriend, don't call it shopping, and also probably don't say any of it. <laughs> Uh, hello? Hello? Anyone home? This is a bit spooky, isn't it? Do you think it's haunted? I wouldn't have thought so, Arthur, no. Well, you know, everything's more ancient in Ireland, isn't it? <laughs> Not the airports. Hello? Hello, hello. Uh, you'll be MJN Air. That's right, yes. Grand. Hello, welcome to Kilkenny. I'm Jerry. I'm the airport manager. Please make yourself at home. Anything you want. I'd just... like a taxi. Sure, that's no problem at all. And if you'd like a coffee first, we've got a little cafe. I'd like what? a taxi. Straight away, please. To a village called Uskety. Ah, uh, scarcity. Oh, yes, I think I know it. My sister's best friend from school. Did she little... really? What a small world. What a super story. Yes. <laughs> so, tell them to pick us up straight away. Right you are. If you'd just like to follow me, I'll quickly stamp your passports. Why, has Kilkenny declared independence? <laughs> Sorry. We've come from Cork. 
Oh, right. Still, if you wanted to get them stamped anyway as a souvenir... Oh, yes, please. No, thank you. A taxi, please, straight away to Manor Farm, Uskety. And can we book a takeoff slot in one hour's time? Sure, but don't feel you need to rush off. So long as you're gone before dusk... An hour's time, please. Douglas, Arthur, wait here. Martin, you're coming with me. Uh, why? I need you to help carry something. I don't want to Martin, carry... only Father Christmas cares about what you want. <laughs> I am telling you what you are going to do. Now then, will you have another piece of seed cake? Well, that's very kind of you, Mrs. Hurley, but no. Are you sure? I make it myself, you know. Yes, I thought you probably did. Now, <laughs> I don't want to rush you, but perhaps we could see... Oh, oh of course, yes. I- I'll fetch him for you. Martin, hmm? put this in your pocket. What? No, what is it? My seed cake. Quick. No, why? It's revolting. But then leave it. No, I don't want to offend her. Oh, oh suddenly you're worried about offending people. People <laughs> who own extremely hard to find objects I want to buy from them. Yes. Whiny pilots, not at all. Here. Stop fussing. Here we are. Isn't he a beauty? Oh, my, yes. Isn't he just? His name's Finn McCool III. Well, it was. Herc's going to love him. Uh, Is he? Of course he is. It's a present for a friend. Oh, how lovely. Is he very fond of sheep? Oh, enormously. (laughs) He's especially stuffed. There we go. Brilliant. Do you want one on the other page, too? Oh, yes, please. There you go. Now, Douglas, how about you? It's kind of you, but I'm fine. Right you are. Now then, what else can I show you? Actually, Jerry, I, I don't mean to be rude, but I've been a pilot for 34 years. I'm pretty familiar with airports. Just the security gate, then. It's all brand new, only I went on a special course and everything, and I've only used it maybe twice. Brilliant. I'll have a go. Great. Really, Arthur? Yeah. I love going through the x-ray gate. It's a bit like a game show, isn't it? There's always that moment of, will I make the buzzer go? Will I make the buzzer go? Yes, I didn't make the buzzer go. Oh, oh, I made the buzzer go. All right, then. Well, follow me. I think I might leave you to it. Oh, come on, Douglas. It'll be fun. We'll make a game of it. Like, one of us could put something metal in our pocket and see if the machine can tell which one of us it is. I think the machine can tell that. That is the whole point of the machine. Yeah, well, let's see. There's lots of things that are the whole point of me that I don't do. Like what? Floss. Don't tell Mum. Well, where's the taxi gone? I told her I'd only be ten minutes. Mm, Yes, you did. Half an hour ago. All the more reason she should be here now. Move Finn McCool in a bit. He's getting damp. So am I. No doubt, but I didn't just pay 85 euros for you. You don't pay anything for me. Exactly. (sighs) So... Dare I ask you why you've brought your boyfriend a stuffed sheep? He is not my boyfriend. Uh, Fine, your partner. He is certainly not my partner. Well, what is he then? He is a man I know. (laughs) Right. Well then, why you've brought your man you know a sheep? Oh, didn't you know? Herc hates sheep. Hates them? Yes, loathes them. He's got a sort of phobia about them. So you've gone to a great deal of trouble and expense to get him the worst possible birthday present you can imagine. Exactly. Isn't it perfect? Uh, in, in a way. Ah, there you are. Where did you go? Where did you go? You said ten minutes. Yes, but I am the customer and the customer is always right. It's a bit of a policy change for you, isn't Be it? Be quiet. <laughs> and get Finn McCool inside before he gets any wetter. Hang on. 
What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not have these in Ireland? It's called a sheep, Carolyn. We do have them as our hams, yes. But we keep them in fields, not in other people's cars. Well, I'm afraid Finn McCall's days in the fields are behind him. Martin, see if you can wedge him in with all the... Uh, I'm saying you can't carry it in this taxi. Don't be ridiculous. Carolyn! What? Just just let me... Hello there. <laughs> Hello and hi to you. I'm, I'm Martin. Marty, to my friends. Sorry about my friend. She has the uh, devil of a temper on her. <laughs> as you can see. But I was just wondering, given that the oldie sheep is more a piece of furniture now, whether you might not be all right with that. Where are you from? Wokingham. <laughs> right, so, look, the thing is, People have allergies. This is an animal-free car. Oh, right, yes, of course. But, but, but perhaps if we were to give you an extra uh, 30 euros, say, to cover the cost of getting your taxi deep-cleaned? 30 euros? I'm not paying an extra 30 euros. No, you're not. You're paying an extra 40. Or you're staying here till you can get another cab. 40 euros will be fine, thank you. Oh, will it indeed? Well, I'm going to stop it out of your wages. Well, that'll be a good trick if you can do it. <laughs> Ah, Archer's got it. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was in my sock. I never thought it would look there. Let's go again. Actually, Arthur, I think I might cool off with a quiet read of my paper. The excitement's getting to me. Oh? You're sure there's nothing else I can show you? Uh, the kiosk. Oh, the baggage carousel. Oh. No, Arthur. What about the tannoy? Would you not like a quick go on the tannoy? Oh, Douglas, Please. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? This is the airport speaking. <laughs> Listen to the airport. Flight 2020202 is now ready for boarding at gate 8. It isn't late. It will not wait. If you want to be on that aeroplane, it's time to get on the aeroplane now. If you have young children, put them on the aeroplane. <laughs> If you have any hand baggage, put it on the aeroplane. If you have any bombs, they're not allowed on the aeroplane. Please put them in the bin. <laughs> okay, bye. Love the airport. Is this the fastest you can go? No, but it's the fastest I'm going to go. We are late. We have to take off before dusk. Yes, I know how it is with these emergency stuff sheep deliveries. <laughs> but with rain like this and these blind corners, you can't really take any chances. No, but you're certainly not doing that. Well, you know what they say? Better 20 minutes late in this life. Oh, than... please don't start being charming at me. I can stand being late. I cannot stand being charmed. Charmed, no, no. You stopped. Don't stop. That is the opposite of what I want. Carolyn. Well, now, why don't we make a little race of it? What? You get to the airport the fastest way you know how, and I'll get there the fastest I know how. Out you get. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Carolyn, please, we're very, very sorry. I said out. <laughs> take that horrible sheep with you. Oh, couldn't you at least take the sheep? No, I could not. Great. Well done, Carolyn. Oh, I see. This is my fault, is it? Oh. 
Your attention, please. This is an important message for all passengers hoping to fly to Nottingham. Raise your ambitions. <laughs> OK, my turn. No, come on. We said that was the last one. Lovely to meet you, Jerry. Thanks for showing us round. My pleasure. Nice to get some use out. Oh! What am I thinking? The bar! Now, you will just have a quick drink at the bar, won't you? And then you've done everything. On the house. It's very kind of you, but unfortunately, Arthur here doesn't much like alcohol. Except peach snaps. Oh, I think we've got some. Which, as he'll remember, he's never allowed ever again. <laughs> that's, that's true, I'm not. Why not? Have you seen the film Gremlins? <laughs> yes. Peach snaps is to Arthur as water is to Gremlins. It was terrifying. And I, of course, have a plane to fly in an hour or so, and the CAA prefers me to keep off the sauce on those occasions. Well, and anyway, you never drink. So thank you very much, but no. We've got soft drinks too, loads of soft drinks. <gasps> We've got pineapple juice. Have we got pineapple juice? <laughs> We've got cartons and cartons of the stuff no one ever asks for us. Brilliant. Oh, Douglas, can we, please? <laughs> one quick one. <laughs> Well, what do you want? Sackcloth and ashes? No, I just want you to say sorry. Oh, don't be so childish. It's not childish. Here comes another one. Hello, hello. Uh, please, oh, please, stop, no, stop. stop. It would help if you could try to look a little less peculiar. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's quite hard to not look peculiar when you're in uniform, soaked to the skin and carrying a dead sheep. Stop going on and on and on about the sheep. I promise I will as soon as you let me throw it in a ditch. It cost me 85 euros. Well, then at least let me and the sheep hide behind a tree until you get them to stop and then we can... Oh, I see, I see. You think they're more likely to stop for a poor little old lady alone in the rain, do you? Yes. All right, since you asked me, yes, I do. Well, I am not a poor little old lady. Oh, God knows I'm aware of that. <laughs> the tree, though. The tree might be useful. Really? What are you going to do? Whittle us a motorbike? No. But from the top, you might be able to get phone reception. From the top? Yes. Come on. Up you go. Chop, chop. I don't climb trees. No, no. Well, maybe not recently, but I'm sure you climbed thousands in your carefree boyhood. Come on. Swarm up it. No, I didn't. I never climbed trees. Then start now. Oh, I love it. That's my boy. This isn't what you paid me for, you know. No, it's a bonus. Lucky me. <clears throat> Not that you pay me for anything, of course. I've told you before, I would love to pay you if I had it to pay, but I simply don't. Oh, there, there. The one by your right foot. Yes, yes, that's right. I could start looking for another job, you know. Oh, good heavens. Aren't you already? Of course not. Well, why are there not? Uh, there's a knothole by your left knee. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, loyalty. Oh, Martin, no. Mm. I don't want to lose you, but you really ought to be looking for other jobs. I assumed you were. Mm. Careful! I think that branch is dead. Hmm? Ah! Yes, I thought so. Uh, uh, but what would happen to MGN? Well, you wouldn't be able to find any other free pilots. No, well, we fold. But, Martin, we're going to fold sooner or later. Oh, we're not. Of course we are. We've been on borrowed time for years. And you'll, you'll look far better applying as an employed pilot than an unemployed one. Caroline, I didn't realise... Right. Uh, try there. Anything? Uh, 
Yes, 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 I've got a bar. <coughs> Hello? Douglas, it's me. Hello, Martin, are you back? Uh, no, we got thrown out of a taxi and now I'm up a tree. Gosh, quite a powerful throw. Can you send out another taxi? Certainly. What's the address? The address? Yes. Where do you want the cab sent? T- to us, to where we are. It's a, it's a road in the rain uh, with a tree. Hmm. Are you hearing the problem? Oh. All right. Well, what can you see from there? Maybe we can work out where you are. Right. Uh, well, there's fields, mm, more trees, and... Um, ooh, this way there's a, there's a bee... I think we may need slightly more reliable landmarks than individual insects. Several bees. Oh, 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 bees! Carolyn, a lot, a lot, a lot of bees! In in, in the dead branch, a lot! Don't shout! Just climb down, climb down! No, I don't think I should move. I don't think the bees would like it. I think... I'll just keep very still, and maybe the bees will forget me. Oh, terrific. I'm stranded in the middle of Ireland with Captain Winnie the Pooh. Oh, he's rung off. Are they all right? Yes. They seem to have stopped off to climb a tree. Oh, I'd have loved that. Here we are, gentlemen. One pineapple juice on the rocks, one pineapple juice straight up. Cheers. Cheers. That's the stuff. Is it? Not remotely, but it's nice to pretend now and again. Cocktail, Olive. Don't mind if I do, Jerry. Don't mind if I do either, Jerry. (laughs) Oh! Oh, it turns out I mind a lot. How's your hand, Martin? It's fine. Oh, let me see. Hmm? Is, is, is that the one you landed on? No, this is the one I landed on. This is the one the bee stung me on. Mm, that finger's swelling. You should take that ring off. No, I can't. You can. Just, just let your finger relax. No, and... I mean, I never, ever take it off. It was my dad's signet ring. Uh, I haven't taken it off since his funeral. Oh, I see. Well, that, that's nice. Thank you. Of course, if you don't take it off now and your finger keeps swelling, the paramedics will have to cut it off. Or, if they're too late, your finger will just burst. All right, all right, I'm taking it off. Good. Now, put it in your pocket. Yes, all right. Oh, there's this one coming. Now, look, Carolyn, please, you're absolutely and totally not a little old lady, but, but dusk is in 48 minutes. Could you, just this once, maybe, maybe pretend to be yes, one? all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Get behind your bloody tree. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Please? Are you right there? Oh, Oh, thank you for stopping. We are just trying to get to Kilkenny Airport, my friend and I. Hello. <laughs> could you, could you possibly give us a lift? Well, I don't mind taking you. Thank, thank you. you. But there's only room for one in the cab. Ah. The other will have to ride in the back with the girls. The girls? Are they, are they swans? That's right. That's my truck full of swans. <laughs> They can't get enough swans in Kilkenny. 
their geese, Martin. Right, well, Carolyn, what do you think? Should we, should we toss for it? What are you talking about? She can't ride in the back. Yes, I'm sorry, Martin, but you'll have to remember I am a very frail old lady. <laughs> May I freshen your juices, gentlemen? Oh, why not? <laughs> Let's live a little. This is great. Good vintage, is it? No, this, you know, two guys sitting at a bar, a couple of drinks, box of those black paper napkins that always look really cool. <laughs> like we're in a film. I feel like I should have a hat. God knows, Arthur, you have a hat. <laughs> no, but I mean one of those ones with the dent they used to wear in black and white times. Jerry, could you, uh, could you polish a glass? Oh, have I given you a dirty one? No, no, I just think it would look good. And then, Douglas, we should be saying things like, you know, hey, you guy, the dames, eh? <laughs> yeah, the dames. Stupid dames. You had any luck with the horses? No, the horses are all idiots. You know, between the dames and the horses, sometimes I don't even know why I put my hat on. That's how they talk in bars, isn't it? No, Arthur. That's not how anyone talks anywhere. All oh, right. So, yeah, how, how do they... I mean, I've never really been to... Uh, what sort of things do they say? Well, I don't know. You just ask about each other's lives. Oh, OK. Right. Uh... So, do you miss your ex-wife? What? No, no. You, you, not like that. Sorry, sorry. You I... don't talk about anything. You, you just, I, I don't know, you, you joke, you moan about sport, you, you tease each other. It's terrific. I don't know about sport. Um, I could tease you, though. I'd like to be better at teasing. Well, you can't just... Honestly, Douglas, you silly great man. <laughs> Look at you with your hair all straight. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? Apparently not. Really? Just in there with them? Just sit quietly. They leave you alone. What? Where, where should I sit? On the floor. But careful. It'll be slippery. Why will it be slippery? Have a think about that. Oh, God, no. I can't sit on that. Well, you can stay standing up. Why not? I'm not saying you're not allowed. <laughs> I just don't think you can. Yes. Uh, have I got any... Oh, God. Yes, only a little bit. Oh. Uh, uh, one of them's attacking me. No, she's just being friendly. I don't want a goose friend. Ah! Why does she keep trying to get in my pocket? She probably thinks you've got food in there. Have you? Oh, yes. I never go anywhere without a pocket of goose food. <laughs> Martin, Martin, the seed cake. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, actually, I do. <clears throat> um, Give her that then and she'll leave you alone. All right. There we go. Right. <laughs> All gone. No, nothing else for you. See, completely empty. Oh, God. What is it? Oh, God, I think this goose has just eaten my father's signet ring. <laughs> I, I just don't know the sort of things people say. Yes, you do. You've heard me tease Martin hundreds of times. Oh, right. OK. Uh, I notice Sir isn't terribly tall today. <laughs> yes. That's better. Of course, I am quite tall. Oh, damn. It's just really difficult with you. There's, there's nothing to make fun of. What? 
I'm a 57-year-old first officer with three ex-wives and I'm drinking sodding pineapple juice. I know. So? Nothing. <laughs> you know, I think maybe you should give up on teasing. It's not really your thing. Okay. If it helps, you are excellent at being teased. Oh, really, am I? Oh, first rate. Second only to Martin. <laughs> He's the master. Oh, thanks, Douglas. And, and maybe if I practice, I could get as good as him. As good as Martin? I'm afraid not. He always goes the extra mile. The man just phoned me from up a tree. All right. Thank you so much, Mr Fisher. Come on, Martin. We've got 18 minutes. Go, go, go. No, 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 but what about my ring? I'll get you another ring. It was my father's. Yes, I'm sorry, but look, Martin, a goose ate it. What do you want me to do? Give it the Heimlich manoeuvre? You could buy the goose. I don't want to buy a goose. I don't want to sell you a goose. But if you want that ring, you're going to have to take the goose it comes in. Caroline, can I... Can I take a goose on Gertie? If it will get you on the plane before dusk, you can take a giant panda. Right, OK, how much is it? Depends. Which one do you want? Which one? Well, the one that let my ring, of course. Ah, with you so far. Which one's that? I, I don't know. Ah, no. Oh, God. You know, if I were you... Yes? I'd have kept an eye on it. Thank you. <laughs> Jerry, two more pineapple juices over here. Uh, do you not think maybe you've had enough? No, I don't. Only they're quite acidic. You can get yourself a stomach ulcer. Don't worry, Jerry. We can handle our juice. <laughs> Carolyn. Hey, Mum, where have you been? No time, no time. Get ready for takeoff in 14 minutes. Mum? Hurry! Oh, hey, Skip! Douglas, quick, I need your help. Martin. Good Lord, you're soaking wet. Yes, well, it's raining outside. Look. What happened to your uniform? I tore it falling out of a tree. Yes, but, but what's that all over it? Oh, uh, goose droppings. But... Is your hand okay? No, a bee stung me. What but... are you carrying? What does it look like? A stuffed sheep. <laughs> you see, Arthur? <laughs> the mask. Douglas, listen. There's a truck full of geese outside, and one of them at my dad's ring, and I don't know which one, and I know there's nothing you could do, but is there anything you can do? Gosh. Well, it's a, a bit of a tall order, Martin, even for me. You can't do anything. I didn't say that. Jerry. Douglas. This is Martin. Martin is a man who would like to discover which of a truckload of geese has swallowed a valuable ring. Martin, this is Jerry. Jerry is a man who wishes he could get more use out of his metal detecting game. Perhaps you two could have a profitable discussion. Oh, grand. Oh, come on. Where are you all? Twelve minutes. Uh, yes, Caroline, but uh, b before that, though, I, I just want to very quickly x-ray all the geese. You want to? No, I'm sorry, Martin. I'm very sorry, but there is no time now. Come on. No, I'm sorry, Caroline. I carried the sheep for you. I climbed the tree. I rode the back of the truck. But now, I have to x-ray these geese. <laughs> Always the extra mile. That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Caroline, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. It also starred Marion McLaughlin as Breeder, Robert Wilfort as Jerry, and John Omani as Palmer Fisher. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. Yeah!